0: Hello, welcome back to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we really believe can relate to you and your one and only life. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sarah Inman. I'm joined, as always, by co host of the podcast and our lead pastor, Brett Nicholson. What's up, Brett?
1: Yeah, and it came up in a meeting today that I may be the weak link here, but you didn't what? bring that up. Yeah. yeah, It came up. I know. We were in a group <laughs> discussion, I think. Somebody what we suggested about? the podcast? Something. Oh. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's someday true. you're going to go solo.
0: <laughs> it's kind of
1: like in a band. You know, finally the lead singer just goes solo and leaves the bass player behind.
0: <laughs> here's the thing, though, Brad, is I think some yeah. people would listen just yeah. to you talking about stuff well, without no, me. On. Every so, week. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, but like you oh, just well. hanging out, talking about things you like, like, okay. Oh, Seventies, well, music. Yeah. Well, like 70s people, music. people might be interested, there's, there's, you know. That's right. Okay. That was a study I was when well, I studied something that. I was reading from a blog the other day. Somebody was saying that I told you that this morning that, right. um, I think millennials specifically in Gen Z are more interested in knowing about who like a pastor is more than what they're teaching. So like they're much more interested. Like if you talk about seventies music, they're more interested in that than if you're talking about. Um, <laughs> it's
1: funny. It's a model. lot. Of, it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> 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 Instead like of prepared messages, say are Okay, right now I'm listening to this tune in my car. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've got my new thing. I was (laughs) wondering, I was going to do it. I retired anyway. (laughs) Well, for now, until someone
0: tells me otherwise, we're co hosts. Okay, all right. I
1: wouldn't have any other way.
0: (laughs) Um, We're joined today by our friend and someone I'm very excited to introduce as Dr. Austin Maxwell. It is is official right there. All right, we were wondering. I was waiting. I've been excited to actually say. Yeah, I bet, right? It's one of those things that you worked a long time for, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that I did, and (laughs) I (laughs) have now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is the first time I think we've had you on the podcast since you finished up your doctor. We've talked about it on the podcast before.
2: It is. I've been a little, you know, feel a little left out lately. You haven't invited me to the podcast. You said that and I just couldn't believe it. Waiting on
0: the doctor thing. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of surprised that I haven't. I didn't, I thought that it had been more recent. Sometimes I feel like I'm like, you're my default Mm. person I ask, but like I get excited, especially for today's topic where like, this is perfect uh, for a conversation with you, um, for what we're talking about today well i'm excited i'm glad you're here
2: i'm glad to be here
0: <laughs> um and we have been in a series at one life and, and not always the podcast doesn't always follow along the series but a lot of times it does about what we're talking about and we say series basically just um, a conversation specific to something uh, a specific topic and right now where the series is called overcoming heard it all Beforeism. brett came up with that um you know it was one of those <laughs> he said it more like this one uh there's hyphens yeah. in there, right? There's like we gotta figure out how to say of them. that. Yes. Yeah. But but honestly it is one of the things that's been really fun to think about because um I remember the first time we were talking about the series usually the team that I, that I'm a part of, we're usually starting to think about creative for it. And I was like, my brain went to when I was a kid, like I was in children's church or um, Sunday school, you know, if that's some people are familiar with that term Sunday school. Um, We had these like basically comics that had like stories from the Bible on the front page. And then the inside had like activities um, for you to do. But like the first page was always like a comic and it told the story in a, like a way that looked fun for a kid. And so some of these things that we, we talk about, um, and when I read in the Bible, like, my brain still visualizes some of those comics. Mm-hmm. And so when you think of Heard All beforeism, that's kind of one of the ideas I had. And Jimmy ran with it, and that's what our bumper is, which is pretty fun. Oh, did uh, he, he did a good job He did a great job, yeah. And so it's one of those that uh, it's fun to even think about. But there is a question as we're thinking about it, and we, we've talked to a couple people on the podcast already, but I think, Austin, I'm excited to hear um, some of his insight of, like, when you're approaching the Bible you're approaching scripture, there's this feeling sometimes that people are like, yeah, I've I've heard that one before. Like you can go to a story like the good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. People may even know that even if they're not familiar with the Bible, they might hide Mm -hmm. an idea of what the good Samaritan means, but maybe they haven't read it. Um, And so I wanted to um, have you come on and just talk about some of the ways that you approach scripture to keep it fresh and new, but also your passion for teaching that how to do that to other mm-hmm. people is something that um, I've always appreciated as someone who's, you know, kind of sat under leadership for a long time. And part of the reason why I think I have continued to stay excited about the Bible, some of the ways that you've taught me to read it. So, um, um,
2: Well, thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah.
0: I'm um, excited to, to just hear some of the things that maybe you're thinking of um, for you personally when you're approaching scripture. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you've got a few points that you've a brought. Few. Yeah. And, um, uh, but I just curious, like, you know, what are some things that come to mind and, and kind of maybe even telling us a little bit of, um, and how that started. I mean, I know that that's something that's probably part of it. I also probably should talk about who you are if people don't know who you are, but, oh, yeah. um, Austin is, uh, he's part of the staff of community one and uh, you are the, um, Oh gosh, I know your title. It's,
1: do you want me to tell you or not? Well, it involves being a doctor.
0: it's something coordinator. It's um, uh, neighborhood uh,
2: revitalization director. Director, quite dang a mouthful. It. Almost like heard it all revitalization. before. revitalization. <laughs> yeah, all right, director. Which no, is a big I got involved in uh, right here at One Life Church. So uh, it was True. a small you group. On our staff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, director here at One Life for many years, and and part of that hoping to see. Uh, our small groups, our, our Christian communities, be more missional and engage in restoring uh, under-resourced communities and neighbors. Uh, part of that journey was was through One Life, so very grateful uh, for that.
0: Yeah, and 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 your doctorate is in.
2: Yeah. Activating missional communities. Uh, So still is a passion uh, of mine as seeing God's people step into the mission of God. And I've been saying lately, it's because he loves us uh, because he wants, he desires for us to to join with him to find meaning and purpose in every second, uh, every moment of our lives. And so that's why we get uh, to join with him in his mission of restoration, not because of obligation or, you know, activity or, you know, good, to-do list you know Mm -hmm. but just because he loves us he wants us to have meaning and purpose so we get to do that so it's a joy to get to invite christians and uh, work with neighbors to restore and build community
0: that's awesome um and so that's part of your day-to-day stuff but there's things that you've always been passionate about in that fuels you i think into taking that into the community is your approach and love for scripture so tell me a little bit about that tell us about that
2: Yeah, so it was reading, um, going through seminary and reading a book called The Mission of God by Christopher Wright that he uses a big word, uh, missional hermeneutic, but it's just this idea that as you read scripture, you approach it thinking and seeing a God who sins, a God who sent his very breath to order creation. A uh, God who uh, sends his spirit into the world, a God, uh, God who sent his son, and a God who is reconciling and bringing all of heaven uh, to earth. And so when I think about that, uh, even my understanding of my day-to-day work was directly informed through my understanding and reading of Scripture.
1: And so you're saying that as you learned that or you saw that in the book, that made you want to read the Bible more because you were given sort of that framework to go on the search for something almost. Is that yeah, fair to say?
2: For sure. And and it, it it informed and transformed how I actually view life and existence. And yeah. so when I'm reading scripture, I'm discovering and finding a father who loves me and wants me to join with him in his mission and so my act of obedience to that is actually integrating it and living it out. And then as I live it out, I experience grace and forgiveness and peace and all these things that you see in Scripture that are aligning with the Christian faith, which drives me back to Scripture. So it's this very circular type of thing where Scripture informs and transforms me, but then as I'm transformed and informed, it, it makes me and put, brings inside of me the desire to go back and find out more and learn more about God.
1: Do you remember your mindset before you read that book, like your how you looked at the Bible and how you read it and all that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, and that that actually gets to like what I was like wanting to open with is it's very difficult to to really encompass in a in a short podcast or even a long one, uh, uh, like a fifteen year journey, right? Like, uh, sure. is a long long journey, uh, and there's all these. Things that go um, along the journey that give you confidence to to read the Bible, to understand Scripture, and so. I, but I would say that my before reading that book, it was very much a sense of uh, more of like an apologetic, I guess. Like so, I had came out of the the party culture and, and a, a, de- a you know good long sp- uh, span of time where I was living outside the Christian faith and wasn't an active part of my life. And, uh, and so I was, but then I was falling in love with Jesus and rediscovering my faith and owning it for myself and, and reading the life of Christ and, and reading the Bible on my own for maybe the first time ever. And, and so I was really um, more of wanting to go back and talk to my friends who were far from God about uh, the reliability of Scripture and uh, why we could be confident in the Gospels and and uh, the like the Orthodox and uh, you know doctrine of of the Christian faith that none of that was taught to me and so it was really pursuing uh, ordering Scripture in that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And then, Which I still then, do. Like that doesn't okay. go away. It's like you keep oh, okay. building these foundations. The, the, the new yeah. thing replace that? No, like, not oh, replace at all. <laughs> it's just it's it's a both and, not oh, okay. an either or. So. <laughs>
0: You said um, the title of that book and you said hermeneutics. Can you give us a, a brief definition of what that means? Yeah,
2: so just the the art and... Uh, so it, it'd be like the the art and science of interpreting scripture. That would be um, the uh, understanding of hermeneutics. So, uh, you know, we, we... Okay, this is an example that I use mm-hmm. all the time. So uh, when I'm teaching uh, how to read context. So imagine, if you will... Uh, you have a three images. The first one is of a single teenager, uh, and she's saying, "You know, I'm pregnant," and her countenance is kind of downcast and and sad. And then the middle picture is uh, I'm pregnant, but it's a man and a woman, and they're smiling and they're happy, and they have wedding rings on. and And then the third picture is Jack Black, and he says I'm pregnant. <laughs> so you have the exact. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you have the science of 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 interpretation. You have the actual data, the words, uh, but then you get the art. Like so, there's emotions and feelings <laughs> and context. So each one of those uh, give a give a have a different meaning, like there's a different meaning that underlies each one. And so this is just an illustration to show there is an art and a science to interpretation, and that would be, just be hermeneutics as so a quick example uh, of a very complex book. Uh, uh, Dis- yeah, when you discipline. go to college for this that's stuff, you dear.
1: go to classes called hermeneutics. Yeah, uh, hermeneutics right. hermeneutics one, hermeneutics yeah. two. And yeah. it's, it's but we all for do to, that. We just
2: aren't aware of it, I, I right. would say. So, it's really just mm. kind of drawing that out and helping people have eyes to see which this series is doing and the mm. three Cs, and, uh, which I can't remember off the top of my head. One's a <laughs> Q. <laughs> I, I know culture <laughs> <repeated> context for <laughs> two week. of them. But
0: <laughs> One's a Q. Questions. Well, questions. the series isn't over yet. That's right. It's an alliteration.
2: That's what threw me. Yeah, that's right.
1: culture questions. So, it's not Cs. Yeah, it's I had to throw a cue in there. I, I wrestled with that deeply.
0: But questions is good. Questions yeah. is one that yeah, I yeah, like should
1: questions. Should absolutely yeah, right. be in there. Yeah. Did we get you your intro though? You said you wanted to open with something. Just it that. Just that. You have it, notes it's, on the table. It's
2: so. a it, that that it, if you're going to approach scripture in a way that's filling up your life, it is going to be a journey, and, and it's you know it's hard to communicate that whole thing, and I can't possibly do it now, um, but I want to be helpful. Um, and it's kind of, so there's an analogy, so it's like investments. So we, you know, if you, if you invest a dollar a day for the rest of your life, you'll be a millionaire by the time you retire, right? So, uh, when I think about that, uh, in like when you make daily investments in, in, in spending time with God and studying his word, It it builds up over time, and so it's not—it's not like just tomorrow uh, you get these three tips that I hope to share. uh, You're going to immediately be, you know, having these this amazing time in God's Word every day. But it's—it's more like just this constant investment and believing that God is real and that he wants to have a relationship with us and that when you approach scripture that way, you're entering into a relationship and then seeing it applied to your life. These are three things, the daily investment, real relationship, and then seeing it applied and come out in real life experience that begin to drive you and and, uh, encourage you to continue to spend time in God's word. So with that in mind, I do have three things that I hope to share Can't wait! Uh, <laughs> in the podcast, right, and Here they're not mind-blowing. Uh, not they're right very, right very right. kind of simple, and it's like, uh, it's one of those things where it sounds like, you know, it's like, oh, they're going to get these, uh, this great, you know, hidden discovery of how to just immediately approach God's Word, but it's you've probably heard them all before. I know Brett said them from the pulpit many times, but it's just study, spiritual reading, and community, and those three things are what constantly make uh, Scripture new for me.
0: Well, let's talk about what those mean. Um, So, um, I mean, and first off, let me kind of add a little bit of context here. So when you're talking about the Bible, uh, Mm -hmm. Scripture, is there any way you can describe what that is for you and what you view it as? Because I think that's important for people to see um, because I think some people look at it as, you know, different things. I've heard people say, well, it's just the way that I communicate and connect with God. It's Mm -hmm. God's word, and I learn, and he teaches me from it.
1: Um, I thought you were talking about, well,